morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a Monday edition of 7.31 a.m. Today is June 6th. I am JL Rucker. I'm solo dolo today, missing the other 7.31 hosts, Bo, Charlie, and Elton. I always feel so lonely when I have to do it by myself um, because we're, we're such a tight team at this point. But I'm still happy to be delivering some of the latest updates for you guys in the world of sports, entertainment, gaming, NFTs, and so on and so forth. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, This is the first official week of June. I'm excited. There's a lot of things going on in the 137 and 731 communities that you guys should keep an eye on. Um, Unfortunately, this wasn't a very busy weekend, but there were still some things that caught our eyes. So we are going to get right into it. This right here is a box office roundup courtesy of our guy, our entertainment guy, our movie and TV buff, Connor Sheeran. It was another weekend of absolute dominance for Top Gun Maverick, which is something that we expected. It soared to an incredible $86 million at the U.S. box office, of course, last weekend, which was Memorial Day weekend. I do believe it was the highest grossing film ever during a Memorial Day weekend. So correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I do remember seeing that. So in this second weekend of release, the movie has now grossed $291 million in North America and $548 million worldwide. I am a part of that 291 million in North America and the 548 million worldwide, I guess, too. I did see the movie. It was great. I also saw the original from 1985, 1986, and this was just like that movie times 10 with everything that that 2022 presents in terms of being able to make a, a movie look super cool and it's showing no signs of slowing down but it is also facing some real competition because this is a more movie that i am excited about jurassic world dominion is opening in theaters i'm going to be right there next weekend seeing that movie doctor strange and the multiverse of madness finished in second place that brought in nearly 10 million and the bob's burgers movies the bad guys and downtown abbey a new era rounded out that top five thank you connor for that And with that, what I like to do sometimes when I'm by myself is I like to redirect you guys back to our website because sometimes I feel like we do not talk enough about the stories that we are putting on the website. So I'm going to put you guys on to some of the site stories that I found that were very, very interesting this past week. And we'll stay, we'll stick in the entertainment realm with a Hannah Burner interview that is courtesy of Elizabeth Pagano. So uh, Hannah Burner has worked in media for a while and And after working in this media industry for X amount of years, she has decided to now take on the chaotic beast that is reality TV. She starred uh, for three seasons on the Bravo series Summer House and left the show after season five to now pursue a completely different beast, which is stand up comedy. Uh, It's a nice little interview between Elizabeth and Hannah. Don't want to spoil it. So make sure you go on to our website to check out that. And with that, we will jump into gaming. A long time ago, when I first joined the 1.37 p.m. crew, I used to kind of write um, some gaming articles with another gaming expert, Aaron Don Dukes. You've probably seen him on our TikTok. 
Aaron and I used to write a lot of articles together and we linked back up to do this same thing. It's been a while, probably, I want to say a year at this point since he and I have written a gaming article, but we had to do it for this opportunity because it was a big one. Sony Music reached out to me. Sony Music Japan actually reached out to me a couple of weeks ago because they wanted us to cover uh, their new virtual talent development called V. And it is the largest virtual talent development and management project in history. It's a VTubing or a project that features like some rising, I think it's five rising VTubers in Japan. And through this project, not only will streaming and video creation be undertaken, but also activities such as music, voice acting, works creation, et cetera, et cetera, for each virtual talent to realize their dream. I spoke to each of them. They were all so um, adorable. Really, I think that's the best way to describe them. So adorable, so full of energy and life, so excited to be starting their careers. And their responses are really something that if you were kind of having a kind of a dull day today, like, oh, it's Monday morning, sluggish start. If you read their responses, it will instantly brighten up your day and just put a little pep in your steps. So definitely check that out. Sony Music Group has also developed a wide range of entertainment businesses. And with that, they will support the activities of each of these talents by making the most of its know-how and solutions. It was fun to work on that with Aaron. Another story that we have, this is something that I don't think we've really covered on the 731 podcast, but we have a music resident slash expert Kai. And each Sunday he puts on an article called Bops That Dropped. What I like about it is it's not just the big time releases. Of course, those are on there. But he also puts you on to some of those independent, lesser known artists that are starting to gain traction in their careers. So there's a bunch of songs and snippets that are hitting the airways. And he kind of puts those into the article. And it can be a tall task sorting through all of that. But he gets it done. Polo G, Koyla Ray, and a few others are on this list. Don't want to spoil it again, but make sure you check it out. And, and keep up with it every Sunday if you're a hip-hop head, because this comes out and it's very, very good. Last but not least, in terms of site recaps, we have my Nick Cannon interview. So I'm not sure if you guys saw, but last week I went to the Wild and Out show in Charlotte. I got to cover it. I was kind of on the side of the stage watching the action. It was very fun because, of course, I've watched Wild and Out since I was a kid. Uh, it's been on for about 20 years now, which is hard to believe. But Nick Cannon has had quite a career. And I got to go backstage after the show and interview him. And we talked for about five, 10 minutes. Nick was very humble. It was the first time that I've ever gotten to like interview, a, you know, a celebrity or, or backstage, you know, and, and it was fun. His dad was there. He was before we did the interview, he was kind of like um, grilling some of his team because he, he was saying, you got to do this better. You got to do that better. So seeing him in work mode and, and seeing them plan out the really the logistics of the show because it seems like it's just all impromptu and it, and it is but there is a planning that has to go for the show to be able to go well and Nick Cannon is somebody who I kind of remember being on TV as a kid in the late 90s early 2000s so he's had a career that has spanned a long time and we talked about Wild and Out we talked about um, how he's been able to kind of evolve it through these last 20 years because it's definitely not the same Wild and Out as like Wild and Out circa 2005 but we talked about his movie career um, his rapping he just put out a mixtape so if you haven't already read the article make sure you check up on that 
All right, all right, guys, that is it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. As a matter of fact, do both. Also, be sure to hop into our Discord so you can chat with us in our community. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. Stay curious.